Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Meaning of Life podcast with your host, Chelsea Emma. I am so happy to have you here today and I'm really excited to share our guest today. Firstly, though, I'd like to tell you about an incredible opportunity. If you're on the Gold Coast, if you're an ambitious woman who's wanting to create something of her own, go out and into the world and also be supported and held by an incredible community of women doing the same thing, then I have something to tell you because I've created a group called Ambitious Women Gold Coast. And this is for anyone that's wanting to meet regularly. Wanting, we meet every two weeks in uh, Broad Beach in person. And we also have our Facebook community. So if that's something you'd be interested in, definitely click the link on the description of this podcast and check it out. Otherwise, on this beautiful rainy day in the Gold Coast, we are going to chat with Tanya, who's a professional videographer and photographer, and her work is beautiful. I'm also going to drop the link of her Instagram in the podcast description, so definitely check her out and give her a follow because her work is gorgeous. So without any further ado, let's get started and see how Tanya has followed her passion and created it and made it into a full-time income. Hello, welcome Tanya to the Meaning of Life podcast. How are you doing today? Thank you, how are you? I'm great, thank you for asking. It's a beautiful rainy day (laughs) here in the Gold Coast. Loving loving the rain at the moment. Yeah, I kind of love how it goes up and down, like really hot. Yeah, oh I do not. (laughs) I think we, we, my house is like a sauna at the moment, so like my car went out the other night after I just bought an air conditioning unit, went out and I was like, nah, I'm staying at a hotel. So I just literally <laughs> paid to go stay at a hotel down the cold coast. I'm like, I'm not staying in this house. Oh well, it's so hot. <laughs> Good on you. Good on you. I'm just, I'm just like dealing with the unbearableness of it, but you actually took action. So oh, like, it was so bad. <laughs> I was like, I can't do it. I can't sleep comfortably like this. That's good. You have, yeah. you have good values. Good values. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I need good sleep. Yeah. So thank you for coming on. As you know, we, we love to have people on who are following their passions. And when I met you at the gym the other week, I was like, well, you're definitely doing that. Yeah. So I would love to start with just an intro about okay. you. What do you do? Yeah, cool. So I'm Tanya, um, Tanya Mitchell. I am 28 years old and I am a full-time videographer and photographer. So I do a lot of freelance stuff. So working with other people, companies, just sort of like whoever reaches out to me, then obviously if I want to work with a company, I do eventually want to get to more tourism sort of stuff, but at the moment, COVID lockdowns and all that is really hard, but eventually I'll get down that path, but at the moment, just doing a lot of freelancing, a lot of stuff with my best friend, probably YouTube, that's pretty much like my full-time gig, and then uh, like little bits here and there, next week I'm going to Byron Bay for a retreat, film and edit, so yeah, just sort of like, bit of that um, in my spare time, really don't do too much, I just sort of like, like to go to the gym still and try and keep fit, um, and then just sort of any sort of adventure sort of stuff, like just getting out outdoors, doing whatever, yeah, pretty pretty crazy I guess, <laughs> yeah, awesome, and that sounds like the life I think many people would love to have, yes. is like just doing what you love, and yeah. that's it, yeah, and it comes with a good flexibility, like with the lifestyle, but it also is... 24 7 work like you work in seven days 24 7 so right it is a lot of work but at the same time like i don't think that's what back out for like a nine to five yeah yeah so i'm sure to go back <laughs> so how did you get into it what's the what's the journey uh, well i only started it is probably like three years ago now so it sort of started i was always i guess like with my fitness group like um stuff i was sort of filming my workouts and stuff and piecing them together just like in a little app and then putting a bit of music on it and just posting on social media. Um, so I guess I've always had that sort of interest. I always, when did you start doing that? Well, 
probably like, probably when I started fitness, probably it would have been like maybe six years ago now, I think. Um, it wasn't anything crazy, it was just sort of piecing them together, making a video. But um, I did audition for Ninja Warrior, but didn't really go through. Oh, cool. But yeah, it was really cool. I ended up injuring myself, so uh, it was a bit hard to get back into like the fitness side of that. And I guess like after that, I sort of looked in. I was look, watching a lot of travel videos on YouTube, and I was like, oh, I really want to go there. Like, I really want to showcase. Like, I really dissect, started dissecting the videos on how they like put it together, piece it together, like hit every beat and the music and things like that. And it was really good to watch. So from then, I just started watching a bit of YouTube. Started off with using just my phone on like a little gimbal, uh, playing around with it, getting used to it, and then eventually sort of went on to renting a camera. I rent one instead of buying it because sometimes I don't stick to things. Like, I've, that's, I've a really, like I've never, that's a really good idea. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I've lived like like three different lives. Um, so, but yeah, and then just started watching YouTube videos, like tutorials and stuff. And then at the time, my best friend needed a videographer to do a YouTube. So we're sort of like, hey, let's try and work. Let's work together and see like where this goes. So she's sort of learning how to do YouTube. I'm learning how to film and edit. And then yeah years in and we're still going strong which is really good we we actually watched one of our first travel vlogs um that i did a couple of days ago and we were both in stitches so i was like this is so horrible to watch i can't watch it it was so it was such a good trip but the video like i was like oh let's go redo it and then just shoot it again but yeah mm-hmm. that really speaks into like the struggle that a lot of entrepreneurs have when it's like a lot of them, a lot of time when you're entering into an industry, you're comparing yourself with someone who's three years old. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Do you ever struggle with things? Sort of yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thing with creative stuff is that there's always, nobody knows in, like everything, like there's still so much more to learn. And I feel mm-hmm. like you do get that with every whatever industry you go into. Um, I guess with childcare, like I was working six years in childcare before all this, uh, and then I did two years, two years of PTE. And then I went on to be on being property. So like I've had like three different lives, it feels like. But yeah, it was pretty crazy. Like I just went and I just got into it and like you sort of know I was definitely comparing myself a lot to a lot of other creators because I was like, I'm not as good as that person, like what's the point, blah blah. But at the end of the day, like they're still learning a lot more. And like three years ago they're probably in the same position I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's always hard not to compare yourself, but again, you sort of go along and when you watch your own stuff back and you see how far you've come, it's really good to reflect like that rather than watching other people's work and being like, oh, I'm not good enough. Absolutely. Yeah. And it speaks into the quote, the only person you should compare yourself with is the person you were yesterday. Yeah. Because everyone's on their own journey. Yeah. Do you have anything that you, like, have you caught yourself get, uh, being in that comparison mode? Oh. Do you do anything specifically to get yourself out? Um, like I struggle a little bit with it and I think like like I said I'll just go back through and watch some of the old stuff I've done and I'll be like oh, I've definitely come a long way like I'll put like a photo from three years ago that I took to a photo I took today and I can like see the difference in my like, right, I mean calm down like I'm doing fine a lot of creators who have been doing it for years and years still do it as a side job but mm-hmm. I'm lucky enough to be able to have this as a full-time job so yeah it's sort of like everywhere I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're saying that you had like three lives in your work in your work yeah. history. 
Um, what was it like to transition into, like, what were you doing before the photography and videography stuff? Because that's what your passion. Yeah. And when did you find out that was your passion? And when did you, was, were you ever working in a job or something that you just didn't feel good in? Yeah. Just, um, so I did six years in childcare. Um, at the time, loved it. Absolutely loved it. I think when I started working towards my certificate for informed fitness, that became my passion. So I started like really struggling in childcare, but then also like to go and work at a gym, like I didn't really want to work in a big commercial gym because the retina is like, you might as well just get an ounce. Like it's so expensive. But um, so towards the end of the childcare, I was really struggling, like to the point of like, it was really, like my mental health was going really downhill really quickly. Um, and it was, it was really hard for me, it was really hard for the people that were around me because they sort of like don't really understand like, have you gone from like, I either have really highs or I have really, really lows. There's nowhere like in between. Um, and then yeah, and then so after I sort of did the bullet and put childcare, I went to work in the kids gym for my first year. And then I also did um, F45. So I was doing F45, the kids gym, and then still learning and the other side of that as well. But I definitely like fitness definitely was my passion. It's still I still have a good connection with fitness just because it did save me from a lot of stuff. Um, but like it's just sort of in the back of my mind at the moment because I'm so focused and so honed in on the video video thing probably because I'm my happiest when I'm doing it. Yeah, when it looks like from the content yeah. you're even still combining photography and fitness yeah. with the brand psychology. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's where it sort of comes through with the fitness. I do a lot of fitness shoots and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of girls feel comfortable with me doing their shoots because they'd rather have another female than a male videographer. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, it's definitely cool. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So in terms of following the passion, and also there's an element of authenticity there. Yep. So have you ever struggled with like being authentic or knowing who you are in this space? Definitely is, especially with social media. Um, I think social media is a massive thing. Oh, yeah. it, can be, it can be good and it can be bad. Thing. It just depends on what mindset you are, like what you have going into it, I guess. Like, there was a bit of a time where I did lose myself a little bit. I sort of lost who I was. Um, and I guess like I took a good time off social media to start posting or anything like that. Um, and then from then on, I'm just sort of like, I started going to see a psychologist and stuff like that because I did need to go and get that help um, and work through a lot of things. So I started doing that and then just really like started reflecting a lot on myself and like who I was like a few years ago to where I am today and how do I want to be better, like how do I better myself from what I was yesterday and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. And what did it look like to lose yourself in that journey? Uh, pretty dark. Yeah, I'd probably say it was pretty dark. Mm. Um, I was definitely was suicidal. Um, I had attempted a couple of years ago. I attempted in high school. Uh, I think it's always sort of been a struggle in a high school. Like it was sort of just like back then it was such a thing. Like you just being over dramatic. Like you don't really like it's nothing. You just attention seeking all that sort of stuff. It's very vague. But I think these days it's a lot more common now. And I definitely am open to talking about it on social media because I think it's a massive thing. Uh, and again, that's a massive part of who I am. Like I do suffer from mental health. I still talk to my psychologist and things like that. Um, so I'm not going to hide that away because I don't think I should be ashamed of it. It's just unfortunately something that I've sort of had from past trauma and all that sort of stuff. So just sort of understanding it was the biggest thing that I had to learn.
Do that and like 
the post. Yeah. I've had people contact me and be like, I see all the awesome posts you've been doing recently. And it's like, have you? Because <laughs> I have not seen you anywhere around. It's crazy, yeah. I mean, like, it's so hard. I think people get into that mindset and that's when they start letting it consume them. Um, I mean, I definitely don't focus on my growth with following. I focus more on the content I'm producing because at the end of the day, that's going to get me the jobs that I want. Yeah. And that's going to be much like, like I'm happy with just showcasing my work at the end of the day. Like I don't really care too much about who sees it, who likes it, who shares it or anything like that. Mm-hmm. As long as I can post it, I'm really happy with it. Yeah, happy days. Yeah, and yeah. so using it with intention. Yeah, exactly. It's huge. Yeah. Um, I know I, I used to be a social media coach and that was one of the biggest right. things that I told people was like, look, you can't just post whatever and, yeah. and hope for the best. It's what am I actually going to get out of this? Mm-hmm. And not only that, but but also, like, how am I going to help people? Or yep. how is someone going to benefit from this? Yeah, exactly. And even on Instagram or off Instagram and in the way that you've built your business and everything like that, how much is collaboration or um, finding, like, mentors or, or just getting outside help from people? Yeah. What, what's the story around that? Have you had that? Have you not? Like, sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've definitely collaborated with some people. Um, a lot of companies I've collaborated with. So I did a couple of, like, tourism companies at early beginning last year and then that sort of turned into like a good job for me so I'm now working with Sundays once a month so mm-hmm. it's sort of like, yeah it's really not a bad place to work. Right. Right. Like, it's like oh my god <laughs> so um like that turned into that so that was a good collaboration like I definitely collaborate with people that I believe in that I want to associate my name with um and just like I guess it's not massive on numbers but I mean they do help at the end of the day but as long as that your work is sort of getting out there, like, that's why I just tell a lot of my clients, I'm like, online clients, they're like, how do I get my name out there more? I'm like, honestly, just post, reach out to companies, like, if I want to work with another company, I'll send them, like, a proposition of what I want to give them and what they want, like, what they can expect in return. Um, but, yeah, collaborating is definitely a massive thing, and then just making sure that they tag you, so <laughs> you get the credit and people can see, especially if they're not paying for it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And... Have there been instances in terms of people maybe reaching out to you when you knew it wasn't a good fit and you had to say no? Yeah, 100%. And like, like what was that like? Because I know some people are like, I can't say no, it's an opportunity, oh my god. Like, what's that experience? I mean, I get a lot of like, like beauty stuff and I'm like, I don't post that. Yeah. Um, I actually had a company reach out to me on a office chair and I was like, oh, that would be really beneficial, but it just doesn't tie in with what I do, like on my yeah. feed and stuff. So I said no to them, but they were like, oh, like, we really want to send it to you, like, if you can just give us a review on your stories. And I'm like, okay, that's all right then. Like, I can do a review on my stories and stuff. And then I ended up just making a little video for them as well. So, um, yeah, that was good. And, like, that's a really good chat. <laughs> like, I can't complain. But, yeah, there's definitely been some companies I've said no to. A lot of other clothing brands that I'm just not really interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I work with LSPD as a creator full-time. So they send me stuff monthly. And they, they really, like, what they represent really ties in with who I am and stuff so it just sort of happens organically so I can create that content without thinking too much or putting too much effort into it it just happens really organically yeah yeah have you ever received any kind of uh, business support or um, like mentorship from someone that's kind of maybe in the industry or in business that yeah, as offered to support uh, Not personally, no. Like, I've done an online course for someone I really look up to. His name is Sam Holder. Um, so I started doing his, he has like an online program for creators and stuff like that, and it's really good. Um, but it's nothing like personal. I've never had that. I just 
will go straight to YouTube and learn off there, or I'm such a hands-on learner that I'll pick up the camera if I want to learn something, I'll watch one video, get an idea of what I want to learn, and then just go out and play with it. Awesome. And what I'm hearing so far from everything that you've said is that you have learned to know what your strengths are. Yeah. Like you've learned to know what what supports you, what guides you, what motivates you. Yeah. Um, I'd love to know if you've done any work on like figuring that out, or if it's been just purely experience, life experience, work experience. Yeah, I think it's I think it's just just learning as I go. To be yeah. honest, like it's such a shame they don't teach you that stuff in school. They don't teach oh, you no. how to open your own business, how to apply for a mortgage for a house, how to do your taxes and things like that. You sort of just figure it out as you go. Um, so yeah, I guess like a lot of things I've just sort of learned as I go. I definitely have collaborated with a lot of other creators and sort of like I love watching them, how they work and things like that. Or just talking, like a lot of the people that I'm following are creators. So like I get my inspiration from them and I have really good conversations with them from everywhere in the world, which is really great. Um, and then just sort of like, there's a couple that we've jumped on a Zoom call and we've like just got ideas at each other and like it's just interesting to see how like people's minds work differently. So yeah, I'll probably just get a lot of that from other people just connecting. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really great. Yeah. And, and it shows that you've taken a lot of good initiative as well to get yeah. it. I wonder if you've ever had any experience with envy or jealousy of other people in the industry. There, there is a couple that I definitely have. Um, to do with like a lot of traveling and stuff like that. But mm. at the end of the day, like I again, I sit down and just remember that I've come a long way. I'm still doing the best I can. This person's been doing it much longer than what I have. But at the end of the day, like you just sort of like go sit back and I learned all this with my psychologist is that I, I react to things really quickly um, without thinking about it too carefully. So it's just a lot of work in myself for that as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's like knowing your strengths and getting the support that you feel you might need and collaborating is yeah. a huge one I'm hearing. Yeah. And that's massive as well because yeah. I know that people when they start, I know when I started it was like, no, you know, yeah. no one understands me. Like, no yeah. one understands my vision. But ultimately we're all human. Like we're all connected and we all have like doubts about our self-worth and doubts yeah. about this and doubts about that. So yeah. like every coach kind of teaches a similar guideline anyway. Like yeah. it's, all, it's all pretty much the same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> pretty much. So if someone was like, hey, Tanya, I, I have this passion because you said people come up to you and yeah. they're like, what do I do? Where do I start? What What would you say to someone who comes um, up to you? Like a lot of people, like I do online classes, but it's not consistently. Like. Yeah. If someone asks me, I'm happy to do it. Otherwise, I just try and refer them to YouTube. Like I'd rather them learn for themselves. Like if they do need that extra help, for sure, I'm more than happy to. Um, but I just can't justify sometimes on getting people to spend money talking to me when it's something they can learn on YouTube. Like I can send them something for YouTube. Um, I mean, I don't need their money or anything like that. Like I have, I already have their support just by them talking to me about mm -hmm. things like that. Um, yeah, I just can't really justify too much on like, and like if I do an online course, it's like $50, I think, for like an hour, which is like not really anything. But yeah, it's just, yeah, I can't really justify it. I'd just rather than like learn for free, like use the free resources. If you still need help after that, I'm more than happy to like jump on a call with you and take you through whatever you need to get through. And a lot of people, I've definitely had a lot of online clients that have found it very beneficial. They're still messaging me, like, and thinking like bigger picture, do you set goals or have a vision for yourself? Not really, hey. Like I just, especially with this time, like I just sort of live day to day. 
I don't like have like a five year plan or anything like that. I just sort of like sort of just live, live each day and take it as it comes. Um, I mean, I definitely do want to more travel. If I'm going to say anything, travel is definitely my main goals. I don't want to do more of that. I want to go to New Zealand. Everyone right yeah. now. <laughs> I want to go to New Zealand. I want to go to Hawaii. I want to go across America. Like, there's so many different places I want to go, especially with the skills I have now. I definitely want to take everything over there and just shoot content of the places and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's probably like my main goal. Like, career wise, obviously, I want to be doing this long term. Like, I want to be doing this for as long as I can for the rest of my life. Uh, I'm just so passionate about it. I'm passionate about creating something for people that's enjoyable for them to watch. Uh, and yeah, other than that, not really massive goals or anything. Mm. And so knowing that this is your passion and you're surrounded by people who support you and everything like that, do you ever have times where you're like, why in the world am I doing this? Yeah, for sure. And what is that like? <laughs> it's definitely like, especially when you struggle, I guess, a little bit with business, when it's super quiet. So over Christmas and January was probably the hardest. Oh, those so, are the worst, yeah. Yeah, December was quiet. Feel for Christmas and things like that. Everything sort of started opening up to so people trying to plan trips to go away. Mm. January, every person got bloody COVID. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> it was very hard. I had a lot of cancellations and things like that. So that was a struggle. Um, I've learned just not to stress too much about it. I'm just like, I don't know if it's like manifesting, but it's just sort of like, all right, don't stress, don't stress. What can you do to figure out what you're going to do next sort of thing? So it's like order sitting down, um, working on some new projects and reaching out maybe to a couple of companies and offering a service. I still do stuff for free every now and again, um, but just sort of still getting your name out there and just you always got to hustle, you always just got to keep working hard. Like I said at the start, it's a 24-7 job, seven days a week, like it's a lot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And again, it's that kind of collaboration. Another point that you just uh, said is value, creating value for people. And even now, where you're at in your business, you're still creating value for people, even yeah. offering to do things for free and everything like that, which is really, really important. I yeah. think a lot of people want to jump straight in and make money immediately. Yeah, a lot of people ask that. And I'm like, <laughs> you've got to do free work first, especially with photography and videography. You've got to build up a portfolio because yeah. You go to a company and be like, hey, I want to shoot this for you. This job's going to be a thousand bucks, but you've got nothing to back it up. They're not going to, they're not going to take you seriously. So they're like, what, what am I getting for a thousand dollars? They'll go to someone else who does it for maybe two and a half grand, and they're like, yeah, we'll take it because they've got the, the evidence to back them up. Yeah, and yeah. social proof as well. Yeah, kind of into that, like you said, you build your portfolio on Instagram as well. Yeah, that's kind of where you showcase your work. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, and then I've got like another one for clients as well. So two pages it's just very hard sometimes but yeah it's good so when you're reaching out and you're saying hey like I'm, I'm, I'm offering this how do you go about that um so it's sort of like I've learned in a way to do it that you've got to I guess say it in a way that's going to benefit them a lot um more, more so than what it would benefit you uh, so reaching out as a collaboration as what I did for the first time I just mentioned to them they're like hey like you guys can get me on a trip to Fraser Island, like one of the camping tours. Um, I'll give you unlimited content if you can probably post and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, perfect, that sounds great. They only had like, I think maybe like 2,000 followers or something. So not reaching out to like Nike and stuff like that or Gymshark or big companies like that. Just starting with small little brands or smaller businesses that will appreciate the help. And like, you never know where it goes. Like it might get seen by so many different people, but like I said, I started with that company first and then it reached out to Sailor Sundays and then 
that region into like a gig a month, which is sort of ground the income, which is really good. Yeah. And how about pricing? How have you gone about setting your worth, setting your value? <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so hard. And like, when you start, you just never know what to price yourself at. Um, I remember when I was only charging, I think, $150 for a shoot when I first started. My first shoot, I like, quoted $150 for however many photos they wanted. And they, I sent the photos back, all edits and stuff, and they were like, no, nah, we're paying you another 150 Like, this is worth so much more. And I was like, oh my god, this is so nice. So that's when I started sitting down looking at pricing, but it was so hard. And there's a lot of research. You can see what other photographers pay and like what's a super starter rate. Um, and then just, like it's always hard. Like you always gotta try and figure out your work and your time and things like that. I've definitely had people come up to me and be like, oh, we'll pay you this much. And I'm like, no, that's not worth it. Like not for the time and effort that I put into it, my skills that I have that, that go along with it. So yeah, I've definitely turned some jobs down just because it was a great price. But yeah, I normally will, Messaging company and just ask them, like, I'll give them like a meeting fix, I have a meeting fix which has all my work in it, um, my pricing, what I offer, examples of all my work that I've done that sort of fit the company and idea of what they can expect. And then, yeah, just having good communication with the company. Yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely hard. I think it's always a learning curve, and I don't think anybody's nailed it. But, yeah, you can't really put a, I guess, a price on all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So what I'm hearing from everything that you said so far, <laughs> I'm like continuing, um, is is be prepared with um, your offer. Be prepared and be confident in what you're selling and understand your value and create that value for yourself. Yep. And if that involves doing things for free, then do things for free. Yep. And that's really important to know as well. Everyone starts out somewhere, guys. Like, yeah, for sure. Just, and only comparing yourself with who you were yesterday and also collaborating and surrounding yourself with people who get what your vision is yeah. and support you and understand what you're doing. Exactly. And so summarize with all of that and all that awesome goodness. <laughs> is there anything more you'd like to touch on for people who are like, oh maybe I want to sort of follow my passion? <laughs> oh just go for it. I mean the worst thing and this is what I kept saying to myself when I didn't go back to my full time job. Like the worst thing that's gonna happen is that it's not gonna work out and I can just go back and get a full time job and keep working on it and then I'll try again. Like Nobody's going to get it nailed on the first go. It's always a trial and error, and there's always things to learn. Anyway. So, yeah, yeah. So go for it. Take action. Just go for it. And instead of saying, like, what's the, even saying, what's the worst thing that can happen, it's never really that bad. Also, yeah. what's the best thing that can happen? Exactly. You never know what's going to open yeah. up. Like, what doors are going to open up for you? So maybe you'll be working full time on your passion, <laughs> traveling to the woods Sundays every month. I don't know. <laughs> See what happens. Just go for it. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate your time and I appreciate you listening to all that beautiful goodness on what it actually takes to follow your passion and be an entrepreneur in this world and some incredible, incredible pieces of information shared by Tanya with us. And I hope that if you come away with one thing from this episode, that it will benefit you so greatly. Remember to check out Tanya's Instagram as in the link is in the description of this podcast. As well as that, if you're an ambitious woman on the Gold Coast and you would like to be supported and held and celebrated by women in the same position as you, 
Check out the Facebook group. Come to our next meetup. It is going to be a beautiful, beautiful space for beautiful women doing beautiful things. All right, stick around for five deep breaths together and I'll see you on the next episode. Now we are going to take five deep breaths together to incorporate what you've learned from this episode and go back into your day with positivity and motivation. You're going to breathe in for five seconds, hold for five seconds and breathe out for five seconds and I will lead you through this. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, just stop for a second. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. 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 Thank you very much. Have a beautiful rest of your day.